Welcome to the Wealth with Purpose podcast, where people come to learn what the Bible says about money, wealth and business. Be inspired by some of the greatest Christian thinkers and commentators from around the planet. Enjoy this episode with your host, Alex Cook. Catching up with Alex Cook from Wealth with Purpose. G'day, Alex. Thanks for jumping on board on our a bit of a different day today. Yeah, Ross, good to be with you and talking about the joys of uh, federal budgets. That's right. <laughs> We've got the uh, the opposition's budget response tonight. You've had a couple of days to uh, to mull over it and uh, have mm. some uh, some yeah, a bit of thinking time on it. What are your initial thoughts on the budget handed down Tuesday night? Yeah, well, look, obviously the main messaging the government's trying to get across here is about trying to help people with the cost of living pressures mm. and they've certainly done that with certain solutions they've put forward i would probably argue that they're more band-aids i'm not convinced that they're really going to be good long-term solutions mm-hmm. i mean one thing i'd like to see from government and to be honest this applies to both the major parties and i don't think we've seen this for many years is more of a long-term approach and more structural changes that will actually help the nation to prosper over the long term but at what we seem to be getting once again from both sides is is this short-term type approach. And uh, if you, you look at the financials of it, you know, they're trying to brag that they're in surplus, but that's for the first time in 15 years. But the reality is we go plunge back straight back into deficit next year mm. and that continues to increase. So certain things are obviously based on assumptions and uh, the surplus is really a once-off due to very high revenue growth from the, uh, you know, the tax take. I guess the one relief from it is none of the particular announcements that the Treasurer made are going to stoke you know, inflation any uh, more than it already is. Like, I don't think the Reserve Bank is going to be panicked to thinking, oh, I better raise rates even more ASAP. I mean, I think they'll still raise rates, but I just don't think uh, it's going to be driven by this budget that, that was pretty tame in that regard. So that's, I think, good news for people, particularly those with mortgages, that hopefully inflation won't be impacted by this particular budget. But overall, you know, I think there was no real surprises there and it's obviously right that they try and help people who are at the the bottom of the financial scale you know people who are struggling Mm. and there's you know a lot of people in that category at the moment and so I think in that sense it's a relief but I would like to have seen more things that are going to that are less band-aids and more long-term in the way of thinking. All right cost of living is one of the main things to uh, to come up in the budget now what has it done to uh, help? Well if you look at the two big expenses that people are very concerned about. One is obviously the cost of housing, whether you're someone with a mortgage and you know, you've watched your rates rise over the last year, or alternatively you're a renter and you watch rent rise dramatically. So that's obviously a big expense. The other one, of course, is our energy cost. And so the uh, the good news here with the energy side of things is that the government is going to be giving a essentially a $500 rebate to particular households that are in financial difficulty. And that will actually apply directly through the retailers themselves. So in other words, the energy retailers will apply a credit to your electricity bill. And uh, that means people will save up to $500 on their electricity. It will also apply to some small businesses as well, where they'll uh, get a $650 rebate. So that's, you know, that's that's a good thing, but it's more of a band-aid. It doesn't actually solve the long-term rise in energy prices. Yeah, The other one is the the dole, obviously called JobSeeker these days. There's a $5 billion 
dollar increase. Now that sounds good, but it's forty dollars a fortnight, which comes to less than three dollars a day. And when you look at the the rise of rents, food prices, really a lot of the essential expenses, I'm not sure that that's really going to make a big difference. And if anything, it's catching up. You know, it's catching up to the fact that prices have already risen, mm. as opposed to where they're still going. Likewise, the same applies with the other change was increasing rent assistance by 15%, which once again, that's good, but reality is rents are up 15% uh, year on year. Depends on if you look at apartments, depends on if you look at houses and, and obviously location, but nationally, they're up more than 11% and still going up. Another two, which are more healthcare related, was the Medicare levy. The thresholds for that were raised and uh, increased incentives to GPs uh, to provide bulk billing. So a couple of good things there to help those who are in the socio-demographic where their finances are much tighter. But once again, no real long-term solutions to those things, which is what I would have liked to have seen. What do you see as some long-term issues and implications, things that perhaps need to be resolved? Well, the way I tend to look at these things, particularly from a you know from a Christian perspective, is what policies are governments bringing in that enable human flourishing? I think as Christians, we should be asking ourselves, what are the things that are going to be beneficial for the Australian people over the long term? And are governments doing that? And one of the, the problems that government now has, and doesn't matter who's in power, is that because our society is now so secularised, uh, it's like governments become God and people are demanding more and more things from the government. And the inevitable outcome of that is, of course, government is getting bigger. And as government gets bigger, it costs more. And uh, therefore taxes are going to have to rise in the long term. And so my concern, and really this is not really a character just of this year's budget, but of previous years as well, is we've got this situation of never-ending increase in the size of government. So I think I'd like to see politicians really level with the Australian population and say, look, we need to make some tough long-term decisions to make our country sustainable, uh, to help people be able to fend for themselves rather than relying on government as the solution to all our problems. So we really need to reduce government uh, because when you do that, you lower your costs and you enable more freedom. Uh, so I think, as I say, um, it's, I don't think it's just a Labor Party issue. I think it's just government now in general in the West. It's growing and uh, it's it's becoming too much of a percentage of our GDP. And uh, we really need to uh, address that longer term. Yeah, some good uh, information. Final thoughts on it? I think uh, it's a bit of short-term relief, but I don't think... Uh, and, I'm, and I'm sort of relieved that it's... Uh, not going to stoke inflation too much, but I, I don't think it's anything earth-shattering. It's something of a, a bit of a nothing burger, if you like. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I think, uh, as I say, the, I think the long-term direction of the nation still remains uh, intact, uh, and that's basically a very slow decline in the standard of living of the Australian people, and both sides need to address that. Yeah, time to uh, turn to God in these situations, really, rather than Absolutely. government, as you correctly state there. Alex, thanks for your time today. Today. Pleasure. Nice and, to be there, uh, Thanks for tuning into the Wealth with Purpose podcast. For more great biblical wisdom and free resources, please visit www.wealthwithpurpose.com.